Welcome back to X Wednesdays, guys. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And we're back being pirates and playing some old school radio music from the original pirates of the 60s. That's the theme of today. It's a bit of the theme of the podcast, I guess. We were, um, you know, pirate radio. And also, shout out to all you pirates. I was just chatting to some friends. We had a look at our listener base. A majority of it is from the Philippines. And someone told me that it's probably because a bunch of you are all using... Uh, host nation VPNs and it's being bounced through the Philippines. So you're all Australians, but you're all pirating everything else. <laughs> That's so pirate radio being listened to by pirates. That's what we want to hear. Yeah, exactly. So there goes our tour of the Philippines, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was banking on that. Well, yeah. so also, hi to all our Japanese listeners out there. And most of them are actually from Melbourne, though. So Oh, again, some more pirates hosting uh No, these aren't, these, these aren't pirates. These are people. Well, they're people listening to pirate radio. So does that make them pirates? I reckon. If you're listening to us, you're pirates. So good day, pirates. Because I'm not paying. Well, none of us are paying. No, we pay for the records. Yeah. But we, yeah. We're not paying for any rights. No, sorry, guys. No. And especially, like, if we were going to play the records word today and have to pay for the publishing rights, this would cost a fortune. So this is the most expensive, probably, copying, copying rights episode that we're going to play. You know, if you're going <laughs> to play any of the big bands to get blown up on, uh, we're going to hit it. Oh, for sure. Like, we're going to... Should we drop the names that we're gonna, who we're going to play today? I reckon... All right, we're going to kick it off with some Beatles. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. That was released in the Definitely 60s. Definitely one of my favourite 60s albums. Oh, for sure. Like, the, the intro cover and, is just so good as well. Like, the intro and outro is just fantastic. Yeah. Everything, and then who else have I got on board? I got some Bob Dylan, Simon and Garfunkel. And what have you got, Louis? Well, I've actually gone uh, a little quieter on the big names because one of us wants to keep this pirate, pirate podcast going a little longer. I've got some Barbara Howard. Uh, some Buddy Guy, some Carlos Santana, and maybe a uh, some early Aaron Neville if you're lucky. Nice. All right. Well, I reckon let's uh, play it. All right. Coming in first with the Beatles. I read the news today, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grade. And though the news was rather sad.
Barbara Howard on the rise and she only put out one album um, and got a lot of credit for it. Yes, and this album has been on my radar for quite a while. Uh, The original pressings are extremely hard to get your hands on. Uh, But again, another shout out to my favourite current record label, Coalmine Records, for repressing it. So good on you, Legends, and putting this beautiful album back in my hands. She also opens up the record with a beautiful cover of Light My Fire by The Doors. That's worth listening to if, um, if you're any Doors fans out there and you want to hear a female take on that song. For sure, and I feel like my record needed no introduction, like the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, there goes our podcast. Yep, that's it. Thank you, Beatles, for so nice and gain over that. Um, This was released in 1967. Not paying it, Paul McCartney, sorry. John Lennon as well wrote the track, not just Paul McCartney, actually. This is pre-Yoko Ono. Oh, there we go. 1967. No Yoko. No Yoko came in later, didn't she? Yeah, I know. And then the band broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Let's <laughs> mentioning Yoko at the minute. Bad luck. If you say it three times, she pops out of hell and drags you down. <laughs> That's what I heard as well. Yeah. All right, I've got one question for you. The next song I'm gonna play is Simon and Garfunkel. Who would you rather be, Simon or Garfunkel? Simon. Yeah, but Garfunkel's a cool dude. Nah, Simon. Paul Simon had a better solo career, but Simon. like Paul Simon, he put out Graceland, and like that's it. That's why he wins. Yeah, I just love Graceland. I bet he hasn't been to Africa, but I feel like. That album kind of proves yeah. he did go to Africa. I don't know. I just want to be Paul Simon. No, I'm actually. I want to have diamonds on the soles of my shoes, and I want to sing Betty and Al. No, I agree. And Paul Simon actually wrote most of the songs as well. Obviously, in collaboration, production collaboration with Art Garfunkel, but he actually wrote the songs. And fun fact: Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel put on the first concert where. The smoking of marijuana was actually allowed. Oh, well, that does surprise concert, me. It was their concert in Central Park and essentially everyone just got stoned as fuck and they played some beautiful tunes. No, actually that does surprise me because I thought the first artist to do that would be Willie Nelson. And I think uh, Willie Nelson Willie, was like... Willie was, he was... I think he was around more after... Like he was more prolific after Simon and Garfunkel, I think. But also don't quote me on that. No, uh, I think Willie Nelson was just like a... Like just your go-to stoner. Apparently, so fun thing about Willie Nelson. So Woody Harrison. On the road again. Woody Harrison says two things, right? Yeah. He says Snoop Dogg can smoke a lot, but Willie Nelson smokes him smokes Snoop Dogg out of the room. Fuck kidding. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg attests to that as well. He says really? I smoked with a lot of people 
And Willie Nelson is still his old time. Burns the house down. What Burns a chimney. Burns the old house down on every and end. Where is he? For Gideon, I got, that, I got a picture. I got a picture of Willie. Got his album. A good story about Willie Nelson is my parents actually bonded over the love of Willie Nelson as well. There he is. There's the man with a top hat and a uh, beautiful a, smile. Spoiling there's a, a nice there's sort of like a bead. A is that in Australia? Is that bead that, bandana. Is that in the Northern Territory? No, it's probably like. I don't know. Utah or Utah something. Utah somewhere. Willie Nelson Stardust with a few good tracks on this, actually. George on my mind. Unchained Melody on the sunny side of the street. Good album. When like, was that produced? Before oh. or after Here we Simon go. and Garfunkel? And this is where all credibility of our podcast just goes to shit. <laughs> oh, it does it. 1967 is the date Four. to be. No, guys, we're so fine. Was this pre or post-1967? 1978, mate. We've got heaps of time. Yeah, I think exactly. so too. I, but you know what? I reckon Willie Nelson could probably smoke Simon and Garfunkel under the table as well. Yeah, but also that record might be from the 1970s. He could have released other ones in the 1960s. I think it's a close enough guess. Maybe Willie just slept through the 60s and woke up in the 70s. <laughs> He's probably still blazing. Yeah, he just monged out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, Are we playing Simon featuring... Garfunkel then? Which, is that how savage you're going to be? Here's a question for you. Simon and Garfunkel's more story, uh, like which is Simon and Garfunkel's most epic story-based song? Because they sing a few. Because they're like, they're sort of storytellers within the song. Oh, for sure. Like Gideon's Bridge Over to, Troubled Water. Yeah. But can we spoil what you're about to play? Yeah, fuck it, I will. So Gideon's about to play Mrs. Robinson, which obviously. <laughs> a load of is two it, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> is, I, don't, I don't even wait. I was like, no, nah, fuck it, I'm going to tell him. Um, Mrs. Robinson, beautiful story-based song, but I reckon where it gets pipped is it might not be on this album. Again, my memory's just not that great at the minute. It's the album called Bookends, released in the in the sixties. So, better story-based song, America. Tell me I'm wrong. What's the story? Well, we could play the song instead of Mrs. Robinson. You think it's a better song than Mrs. Mrs. Robinson? Yeah, but Mrs. Robinson just makes everyone happy. Here's two. Oh, should we just play both? Porque no los dos. And I guess stay tuned and you'll hear. You'll we'll, put we'll, we'll, put it, we'll put it to the live listeners. Where was Mrs. Robinson? America! Play America! And what would you know? The live audience has decided that America is going to get a play. Why don't we stop fooling ourselves? The game is over, over. No good times
said as we boarded a greyhound in Pittsburgh Michigan seems like a dream to me now It took me four days to hitchhike from Saginaw I've come to look for America Laughing on the bus Playing games with the faces She said the man in the gabardine suit was a spy I said be careful, his bow tie is really a camera Toss me a cigarette, I think there's one in my raincoat So I looked at the scenery She read her magazine And the moon rose over an open field Kathy, I'm lost, I said Though I knew she was sleeping I'm empty and aching and I don't And I've been brutalized 
had to always be the one to smile and apologize, but I ain't never in my life before seen so many love affairs go wrong as I do today. So stop, find out what's wrong, get it right, or please leave love alone, because the love you saved today may very sleepy and there is no place I'm going to Hey Mr. Tambourine Man play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning I'll come following you Though I know that evening's empire has returned into sand Vanished from my hand Left me blindly here to stand But still not sleeping My weariness amazes me I am branded on my feet I have no one to meet And my ancient empty streets Too dead for dreaming Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning I'll come following you Take me on a trip Upon your magic swirling ship My senses have been stripped My hands can't feel to grip My toes too numb to step Wait only for my boot heels to be wandering I'm ready to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dance and spill my way I promise hello wonder is Escaping on the run And but for the sky There are no fences facing And if you hear vague traces Of skipping reels of rhyme To your tambourine in time It's just a ragged clown behind I wouldn't pay it any mind It's just a shadow you're seeing That he's chasing Tambourine man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. 
tambourine man play a song for me In a jingle jangle morning I come following you Smoke rings of my mind Down the foggy ruins of time Far past the frozen leaves The haunted frightened trees Out to the windy beach Far from the twisted reach Of crazy sorrow Yes, to dance beneath the diamond sky With one hand waving free Silhouetted by the sea Circled by the circus sands With all memory and fate Driven deep beneath the waves Let me forget about today Until tomorrow Hey, Mr. Time Marine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Marine man play a song for me In a jingle jangle morning I come following you Yeah, so we ended up playing America <laughs> Winner! Thank you to the live audience for the participation in that Yeah, thanks guys Thanks for screaming because that one the loudest yeah, and then the, we ended up playing Bob Dylan, Mr. Tambourine Man. And it's funny, he wrote that song on a road trip after he left uh, Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And this picture of his friend playing as tambourine, he thought it was really funny. He couldn't get that image out of his head. <laughs> and that's how he wrote the song, <laughs> Mr. Well, tambourine no Man. Well, in the gap there, I played Joe Tex. And uh, he has like a, this is sort of like a famous longstanding rivalry back in the early days of James Brown. So he, he James Brown, had a bit of a couple of Barneys and James Brown called him out and called him up on stage to sort of like fight it out at a juke joint. Uh, Joe Tex recorded the song that I played and then James Brown like a few months later went and recorded an even better version that did way better and didn't even credit Joe for the song title at all. Savage. That happens so often these days, doesn't it, though, as well? James like, Brown was cutthroat, though, man, as fuck. I know, even 40, 50 years ago, still happens to this day. Yeah, and then James Brown ended up sleeping with and dating... Joe Tex's ex-wife, so it just gets yeah, it just gets even better. <laughs> really mud as the waters over there. It's that, even worse. It? Well, who's the muse? Obviously, maybe they all figured something out. It's James Brown, yeah, the king of funk, king of soul. Can't argue with the king. It's true. All right, so all right. we're going to leave you with one more song, and it's one that Louis is going to pick. So big, I did, uh, I did go back. This one. I did go back on my. Uh, I mentioned Santana earlier, and it was going to be a song right at the end of the decade. In 1969, but now we've uh, I've I've flipped on that and I'm playing something completely different. But wait, before you get onto that, at the top of your list of records you want to buy is Santana. 
Have you bought them yet? Yeah, I own both of those. I just haven't crossed them off my record wish list yet. <laughs> so Louis has got this list that we've mentioned in previous episodes of records he's won. He's never updated it, <laughs> but he's, he always writes more without crossing the ones he's got. So I'm just waiting for the day to look for Lewis to rebuy the ones he thinks he still needs. Yeah, look, there's probably... I've Actually, I've, I, it has happened once. I have already doubled down on a record. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I double bought a record and had to embarrassingly go and return it and be like, oh, I already own this one. Can I? Nah, I'm not surprised. There's been times where I've messaged you and be like, hey, do I own this record? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, did I buy this already? <laughs> yeah, and I think you only, yeah, you must have bought it when I know you as well. Oh, it yeah. happens. Sometimes you look at it and you're like, fuck, I like that record. And then you're like, oh, do I have this? Sure, sometimes it's so good you want to get it twice. Yeah, exactly. I nearly, yeah. Honestly, if I saw another copy of the Rookies about, I'd buy a second version of that. Sure. So, yeah, what's the last song we're going to play out? I'm going to play you out from a... It's a pretty well-known track from the band. It's probably their most well-known track. It was recorded in 1964. It was by The Animals, and it's House of the Rising Sun. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to do an artist tribute next week. We're going to pick the best of one artist and play you all the best... Well, Not the best hits, but the ones we like. Yeah. Yeah. It could be the worst tracks and popularity, but the best ones in our mind. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It's our podcast, so it's about us. It's also about the pirates out there. <laughs> you can't. Have to... Pirates don't pick the music, though, mate. Ah, oh, well, they picked two songs. If you're missing an arm next week, you know why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was savage. Wow. Maybe an eye. That was as really well. piratey. And you get a pi- and you get a parrot in here. Cutthroat, definitely not splitting any treasure on this ship. <laughs> uh, we'll make you walk the plank, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.